Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back here down at the corner with your almond delights. And this week, we will begin our read of The Kingdom by yours truly, Mr. MC Shaky. You guys go over to Amazon.com and download your books today or purchase the paperback, whichever one you decide. But go over also to his YouTube channel, MC Shaky Live, and subscribe. You guys check the description box below for all of the links that you will need to download your book as well as to subscribe to his channel. Also, go over to Instagram.com and follow him there. Y'all, <laughs> we about to start reading. Let's see what it's going to be about. Get your mugs and sip slow. We over here reading, y'all. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Almond Delights Reading Corner. I am your girl, Miss Almond Brown 09, and we are back down here on the corner, honey, for another read of The Kingdom by yours truly, Mr. MC Shaky. Um, to reiterate what happened last week, just a little bit, if you did not see or hear what was read last week of the first two chapters, then go back and listen to it. But we know, honey, this family is already fighting against each other to try to take over the kingdom. So, you, you know, we got Athena, who is the sister, honey. She feel like she should be in charge of the girls. <laughs> and brother Aries is not having it. So I want y'all to go back and listen to the first read if you did not hear it. But maybe like to hear it, hear it go. Um, at the end of the day. Uh, a disclaimer, like I said, there will be cussing, 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 and everything else in between. And at the end of the day, guess what? I still love the Lord, and he will still love me. Okay? Thank you so very much. We will begin our read of chapter three <laughs> tonight. Okay? Like I said, heavy on the disclaimer. It'll be cussing, and it may be some other things going on in this book. But guess what? We all over age 18, I think, or at least we should be. So enjoy the book. Chapter three. <laughs> Her paperwork is done and you can pick her up within the hour buster, Athena ordered. Athena had paid Artemis's bail and signed the documents for her release. So she was pushing her brand new Arctic white Bentley Mussolini sedan along Interstate 10 to New Orleans East where the family mansion, nicknamed the castle, was located. Buster asked her what she wanted to do with Artemis once he picked her up, and she answered, bring her straight to the mansion. Even though I know Dad's living will is going to name me his proxy and eventual successor, Artemis needs to be there for family. I also called Adonis and offered to fly him in on a charter jet, but big surprise, he refused. She continued to give Buster some details about what she was attempting to do as she exited the freeway. So, basically, I was in total control of the kingdom by the night's end. And you will be right by my side, cousin. I'm telling you that you picked the winner. Buster had always remained loyal to Athena. He was the Uncle Warren's only son. Buster was on thin ice inside the kingdom when he blatantly refused to acknowledge Ares' status. He answered to Athena alone. He was her muscle and the one territory he was given to rule inside the kingdom, he shared with her. Athena pulled up to the private drive and turned into the security station that led into the estate. 
She was waved on by the security detail who was familiar with her $350,000 bender. I'm here now, Buster. I'll call you when it's time to meet me to discuss how we move the kingdom forward. She hung up the phone with her cousin and threw her car in park. She stepped out of her vehicle and her deep blue Brian Atwood heels clicked on the English cobblestone driveway as she walked up the steps to the castle. The castle was an elaborate estate overlooking Lake Pontchartrain. 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 <laughs> it was sitting on 13 lushly landscaped acres of land. The main mansion itself was commissioned by Zeus to be the most impressive in the south. The estate's ground had a tennis court, a basketball court, a resort-style pool, and a spa. He also had a two-story climate-controlled garage that housed his impressive car collection. There was a boathouse, secure storage building, and a landscaper shed. The grand main house was the most elegant in Louisiana, with 11 spacious bedroom suites, 15 full baths, and a separate guest wing. The two-story imported Mediterranean stone mansion was just over 18,000 square feet. It contained a massive living room with distressed alder floors and natural wood trusses, a spacious family room with an authentic wet bar and breakfast area. Throughout the mansion, the windows were treated impact glass and all the fridge doors got one from one room to one room. It had a nursery, full gym, private home theater, formal ballroom with a 30 feet high art ceiling, an elegant study and a comprehensive library, a pergola covered patio, Simple controlled wine cellar and a minority cuisine designed master chef kitchen with granite counters and limestone floors. All right. The castle was the premier mansion and estate in New Orleans. Athena entered through the main entrance and was greeted by the butler. Where is everyone? She demanded. You are the first family member to arrive, Mademoiselle. The attorney is in the study said the butler in his faux French accent. That's fine. I'm usually a step or two ahead of everyone, she complained to herself. Felipe, please take the rest of the night off. After I leave my sister, we'll be here. She began walking to the study. Thank you, mademoiselle, the butler replied. It was not unusual for her to dismiss the help, even though Athena owned a penthouse in the upscale New Orleans Garden District. And Aries had a loft in a New Orleans suburb of Matari. Artemis still lived in, at the castle and had basically an entire wing to herself. Athena knocked on the door of the study. Cynthia? She called out. At that moment, the study room doors opened and out walked Cynthia M. Simono, the beautifully pie-faced Italian attorney who ran the legal division. With her dark curly hair, she was short and cute. However, she was an absolute caged animal in the courtroom. She was working for the Federal Public Defender's Office when Zeus met her. Years before, when one of his runners had slipped up and caught a case, before Zeus could hire an attorney, the public defender, Cynthia, had gotten the case thrown out and the runner freed. Zeus was so impressed with her aggressiveness and knowledge of the law that when Weldon caught a murder case, Zeus hired Cynthia who was able to get the case thrown out on a technicality before it ever made it to grand jury. Through the years, Cynthia had proven to be a competent and vicious counselor. She was loyal to the King family and Zeus trusted her. So when King Enterprises grew large enough to need an in-house litigation squad, Cynthia was the first and only choice to lead it. 
The King Enterprise Legal Division occupied the entire fourth floor of King Towers. The legal team was well-funded and handled all the King Enterprise's corporate litigation, as well as all Kingdom legal matters. Cynthia was also the King's family's personal attorney. Zeus had given her the resources and money, so Cynthia became deadly with the law book on all levels. Zeus viewed her as an investment that was worth every penny of the millions she was paid every year. Cynthia made her way to the podium and placed her documents on it. She tucked her hair behind her ears and prepared to speak. Welcome, Athena. I am so sorry about your father. I have prepared seats for everyone, said Cynthia as she escorted Athena into the elaborate study. Athena looked around and there were several seats. In her mind, it was way too many. Why all the seats? asked Athena. Well, this is your father's living will. It does affect what he wishes. It does affect what he wishes happens to him while he is incapacitated. And what happens after such time if he should not make it? So it affects every family member. I thought Adonis he will not be attending, interrupted Athena. Cynthia nodded. I thought certainly Paris would resurface for this, she being his lawfully wedded wife and all. She had better not show up, stated Athena automatically. Athena, really? Weldon warned as he walked into the study. My apologies, uncle, Athena said, yielding. You are right, Athena. It will not at all surprise me if she shows up today. You know she was only after Wyatt's money and took off when she realized she wasn't getting it, said Warren, who had handed his coat over to the butler. Godfather, Athena squealed as she ran and gave her oldest uncle a hug. Athena had a special relationship with her uncle Warren. Not only was he her godfather, he was the one who took her in when Paris got her kicked out. She grew up in her teen years with his son Raymond, who everyone called Buster, and his daughter Raynell. He had a hand in raising Athena. Athena was naturally intelligent, but the ruthless spirit was instilled in her by Warren King. Warren King, being an alpha male himself, could never coexist under Zeus. But he let it be known from day one that he was not afraid of his baby brother's power. He left to start his own kingdom running illegal gambling and prostitution rings on the other side of the state. He got out of the drug game and gave Zeus his contacts with the Russians. Warren still partnered with Zeus as his own kingdom grew large enough to add drugs to the list of illicit services that were offered. But he was given the respect to run his kingdom his way without ever having to answer to Zeus. As if I could miss your big night, said Warren. Weldon did a half cough. <laughs> Where is the bar? I need a drink. I thought you quit drinking, uncle, said Athena. The occasion merits a strong one, Weldon replied. In addition to being spineless, your Uncle Weldon is a pathological liar, Warren offered with a laugh. Weldon smiled a sarcastic smile as they made their way to the wet bar to await the rest of the family. The area called Materi was only minutes from downtown New Orleans and the site where Ares decided to lay his head. When he had turned 21, Zeus allowed Ares to have full access to his trust fund. He had proven himself capable in the streets, so Zeus trusted him to be responsible with his multi-million dollar endowment. 
Aries bought a condo the next day. Aries loft was the ultimate bachelor's pad from the 65 inch Sony UHD flat screen to the PlayStation 5 gaming system. Aries had gotten all the essential furnishings, but focused more on the surround sound system than the decor of his spot. It was an ultra modern big boy's palace. He had arrived home just moments before and stepped right into the line of fire. I'm here with you now, Redessa. So what you mad for? Asked Aries. Aries, I did not agree to move in here so I could be your live-in maid, chef, and prostitute. You have the money to afford all that. I signed up to be your woman. And right now, I'm feeling anything but. Rodessa stated, full of attitude. Rodessa was from the Magnolia Projects in New Orleans' third ward. But unlike so many stories that began and ended in the projects, Rodessa was different. As a teenager, she worked and concentrated on her studies. Even with a dope fiend mother and a crackhead grandmother with whom she lived, she beat all the odds. The cards were stacked against her from the jump, and she still managed to graduate valedictorian from Cohen Senior High School. Rodessa was accepted into Princeton on an academic scholarship. However, living, textbook, and other expenses would have prevented her from attending. That same year, to honor his own mother who had just passed, Zeus began to began the Wanda King Foundation. The nonprofit's goal was to make it possible for inner city young women to attend college cost-free. The focus was on a bright, disadvantaged kid, and Rodessa was a prime candidate. She ended up applying and became one of the very first grant recipients. She entered Princeton the fall after she graduated high school with the goal of becoming an architect. While at Princeton, Rodessa ran across Athena, who at the time was an upperclassman. She introduced herself to thank Athena for the opportunity that her family had given her. Rodessa and Athena clicked almost instantly. Being both from New Orleans, they shared a term of endearment. Athena liked Rodessa because she felt that through anything, Rodessa was genuine. Most of Athena's wealthy friends were superficial and materialistic. Rodessa was quick-witted and was not long before she and Athena became best friends. On spring and winter breaks, Athena would invite Rodessa over to the castle. That was how she first met Aries. Rodessa was a chocolate knee-along with long black hair and crushing brown eyes to complement her perfect smile. <laughs> she was slim but curvaceous. Her hips and ass stuck out and she was soft everywhere. Rodessa was like an African diamond, beautiful and rough around the edges. She was not intimidated by anyone. Aries first noticed Rodessa from her ghetto booty, but it was her attitude that kept his attention. Aries loved the fact that, like him, Rodessa did not take any shit. Rodessa was not initially impressed by Aries and his advances. She constantly rejected him. She thought he was just a rich bad boy being two years older than him. She looked at him as a little boy. After she graduated, she got a job for the King Brothers Construction in the Architecture Division. Aries was relentless at his pursuit. He would show up at her job with flowers and candy. He was not at all used to rejection. And that fact drove him so wild, he would constantly pursue her. After months, she finally decided to give him a chance. Of course. One day was all it took. 
Aries spared no expense at romancing her. She eventually became his, and even though Aries sexed every bitch walking, Rodessa was wifey. <laughs> In his eyes, she was bad and independent, educated with a job, and very street smart. Part of being my woman is cooking and cleaning, said Aries defensively. Part of being my man is to be here to cook and clean for, she retorted. Ro, I don't feel like fussing with you tonight. I didn't feel like looking at the wall all night while you were out fucking Mary Jane, Kathy, Sue, Sally, Don, and Sharon. Shannon. But I endured. Aries knew she was just calling some random names, but he noticed that the name Don was among them. I get it, babe. You want some quality time. You are very wrong, Mr. King. I just want some time. I'm not concerned with the quality of it, she said sarcastically as she stormed toward the door. Aries sighed. He then grabbed her. She was wearing an oversized white t-shirt and a pair of hot pink boy shorts that left her ass cheeks peeking out. Aries playfully attacked her. Stop it! She laughed, pretending to try to get away. He held her and turned her around so that she was being bear hugged from behind. No, stop tripping, girl. You heard me? He said, kissing her neck. She melted in his arms. She could not resist his charms. Aries was himself with Ro. She was the only woman he would ever let his guards down with. No, Aries, you foul. I know you messing around on me. You made me move here with you and quit my job. So you could run around with all them trifling assholes? He did not flinch, but he wanted to because she was dead ass correct. He did not make her quit her job because he could not have Ro and Don working in the same building. Ro, I've been working, he said softly. You know your man run the show now since Zeus had his stroke? Harry slipped his hand under her shirt and found her left nipple and began to caress it. It felt so good to her, she began to moisten. Mm. She moaned, tell me anything. <laughs> he slipped his other hand into her shorts and found her already soaking wet. And so he began to tickle her clit. You like that, bro? He asked seductively. Rodessa felt his massive rod grow as he grinded to her backside. She was speechless as his fingers made love to her. She let out a lust-filled gasp. Let me feed my baby. Another reason he was loving Ro was she was carrying his seeds. Just knowing that she was pregnant with his first baby made him feel connected to her. He took off his shirt as she stepped out of the shorts and then his phone rang. Damn, he said as he looked at the call ID. It was his Uncle Weldon. He wondered what his godfather wanted at this late hour. He licked rose juices off his finger and then slid it across the screen to answer the call. Where are you? Came the upset voice of Weldon. At home, Aries answered. Get to the castle now. You're about to miss the biggest moment of your life, ordered Weldon. Then the call ended. Aries, what's wrong? 
Who was that? What happened? Ro asked as she pulled up her shorts. I forgot some fucking will reading my pussy ass godfather set up for tonight. Put on some clothes and let's head out. And team. <laughs> that was chapter three of the kingdom. Y'all know how we do. We're going to take a quick, quick intermission and come right back. Don't go nowhere. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're back here down at the corner with your almond delights. And this week, we will begin our read of The Kingdom by yours truly, Mr. MC Shaky. You guys go over to Amazon.com and download your books today or purchase the paperback, whichever one you decide. But go over also to his YouTube channel, MC Shaky Live, and subscribe. You guys check the description box below for all of the links that you will need to download your book as well as to subscribe to his channel. Also, go over to Instagram.com and follow him there. (laughs) Y'all, we about to start reading. Let's see what it's going to be about. Get your mugs and sip slow. We over here reading, y'all. And we're back. So that was chapter three of The Kingdom. We are now on chapter four, honey. We're going to see what Aries about to get into because you know he all upset and things. So we'll see what the will reading is going to be. Somebody, anybody about to be upset. (laughs) Chapter four. Primo, cousin, just drop me off at my car. Athena won't care, pleaded Artemis. As she rode shotgun and Buster's midnight black Land Rover, Buster drove the SUV toward the castle. I can't look, cousin. I got to follow orders, said Buster. You are going straight home. Buster was blindly loyal to Athena and followed the instructions he gave her in the letter. Raymond King earned the nickname Buster in high school on the football field. Buster was unusually large, even as a teenager. He was pushing 6'4" and weighing in at 250 robust pounds. He and Athena became close when she was shipped off by Paris to Shreveport years before. Even though Buster was a couple of years younger than Athena, they had a strong bond growing up. Being the only black teenagers at a predominantly white private academy had endured them since. From high school, Buster went on to play college football at LSU. He was a star-prone linebacker and appeared to be destined for the NFL. But while at LSU, he was arrested for slipping an underage girl a date-rate drug. The charges got him thrown in jail, but Zeus used much of his money and influence to make the charges go away. He called in several favors and even paid the young woman's family a cool million for his nephew's lack of judgment. It was worth it. And Buster saw no prison time. But Buster could not return to school or play football in the NCAA. To pay Zeus back, he took a job in the kingdom as an enforcer, possessing his father's ruthless nature and being trained by Zeus himself. He took to his job like duck to water. After some years, Buster had shown his worth to his uncle, and he was given a small territory in New Orleans to run. Buster was boss of Iberville, projects and lucrative area in the center of New Orleans, adjacent to the world-famous French Quarter. 
even as Aries currently occupied the number one position in the kingdom, Buster only followed Athena's orders. He was her most trusted and loyal goon. So even when it came to Artemis, he did as he was instructed. Athena was the brain. He was the muscle. Artemis pouted. Athena isn't my ruler. I'm 18. I can do what I want. Fine with me. Call her and get clearance. I'll drop you off on the moon if she say so, said Buster as he handed her his cell phone. Artemis decided not to press her luck with Athena, so she conceded and was silent on the way to the castle. Buster, Buster dropped her off and she sarcastically thanked him as she got out of the range and went into the mansion. The first thing she noticed was that the butler did not greet her, and for that, she was thankful. She had a stench of gel on, and he really want, and she really wanted to soak in a hot bath. She made her way upstairs to her bedroom suite, bypassing her father's study. She noticed the light was on, and she heard people talking inside. Oh, fuck. That proxy thing. They don't need me for that, she thought, as she quietly walked past the study on the way to her quarters. She entered her elaborate La Pavilion de la Chasse designed bedroom as she peeled off her clothes. She walked into her connected bathroom and ran the water in her jacuzzi tub. As the water began to fill, she looked at her body in the full-length mirror before she got in the tub. Artemis was a gorgeous young woman. Her Cuban features blended well with her king features. She had soft brown eyes and an almond huge complexion. Her hair was dark and naturally long and curly. Her lips were full and her face screamed international supermodel. Her ass was naturally plump and juicy and she had thick thighs that flowed smoothly off her creamy legs. Her stomach was flat thanks to her personal trainer and her skin was blemish free thanks to weekly spa treatment. She was sexy and she knew it. She cupped her breast and noticed they were getting bigger. She could only thank Eddie for that. He was a breast man and could not resist spending time fondly and licking her dark pink nipples. Artemis hopped in the tub and let the underwater jets shoot water into her body. It felt incredibly good to her. She felt the fire between her legs and thinking about Eddie only added fuel to the fire. She decided to give him a quick call. She reached for her phone to hear Eddie's name from her contacts. What's up, Moncat? Eddie answered on the first ring. You are out of jail, I see. How do you know I was in jail? She questioned. Instagram, duh. Eddie was a square, a true computer geek. He was built skinny and lanky. This was not usually Artemis's type of man. She was a supermodel. He was a super nerd. Eddie wore thick glasses, and his hairline was always pushed too far back. <laughs> he dressed in Walmart slacks and JCPenney sweaters. He was light brown skinned and had freckles. He did not have the looks that complemented Artemis' natural beauty, but what he did, what he did have, was a job. Artemis was not after his money, though. Her father had more bucks than Scrooge McDuck. It was where Eddie worked that had Artemis on his line. When Artemis became one of the hottest topics on YouTube with her antics, Zeus canceled her credit cards and she was forced to live on an allowance of $10,000 a month. 
She recently had gotten her American Express card back, but Zeus had threatened to cut her off, cut off her trust fund if she did not get a job or go to college. To Artemis, the thought of working was funnier than the Cat Williams Netflix special. It just was not going to happen. She was offered the job as Athena's personal assistant, but she quickly convinced Athena to hire her best friend Paige. And so the only other option for her was school. The problem was that Artemis hated school. She only finished high school because Zeus promised her a brand new car of her choice if she would graduate. It crushed her when she came up two credits short of earning her diploma. Luckily for Artemis, she attended St. Mary's High School, an all-girls private Catholic school with a priest as principal. In her mind, most Catholic priests were closet freaks anyway. So she approached him with an offer only Jesus would refuse. She ended up graduating on time. Making good on his promise, Big Zeus bought her a brand new powder pink Maserati Grand Turismo Cabriolet convertible with a cloud white interior and custom pink Lexani wheels. Artemis met Eddie when she went to sign up for the Delgado Community College located near City Park in New Orleans' mid-city area. Eddie worked there as a chief registrar and had access to admissions and records for the school. The day she was registering, she noticed Eddie staring at her like a cat with a mouth. She proceeded to flirt with him shamelessly. Eddie was not used to women who looked like Artemis paying him any attention, and he blushed at her advances. They ended up exchanging numbers. Artemis had one idea in mind, and that was to use Eddie. The tables turned quickly. Eddie was skinny and nerdy, but he was packing pipe and knew exactly how to use it. <laughs> Years of watching internet porn had turned Eddie into a total freak. He ate her pussy, fucked her toes, and even licked her ass. Eddie brought Artemis to sensual and sexual extremes even she did not know existed. In the bedroom, Artemis and Eddie were on even footing. She began their relationship with the intent of having Eddie issue her a degree so that Big Zeus would lighten up on her. Yet, she was growing fond of Eddie and had become addicted to his sex game. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it's on social media already, she said. Everything you do is headline news, Artemis. It will probably make the shade room. Have you forgotten who your family is? Asked Eddie. Damn it. Papa is going to kill me. I'm going to lose my trust fund for real this time. You can always come live off of me, Mama Cat. I know how to take care of you and all that ass. Artemis did not feel like going there with Eddie anymore. The thought of getting cut off had turned her off completely. Thankful for her, Zeus was in a coma, but she just knew he would wake up and just because of her news and rip her trust fund into shreds. Eddie, I have to go. Um, My dad is calling me, she lied. She did not wait for a response and immediately clicked the end call button. Then she finished her bath and was confident that the jail smell had been washed off her body. She put on her royal purple Emilio Pussy silk bathrobe and decided to go to the kitchen to get something to snack on. She passed by the study on the way and noticed the light was still on. 
She was about to continue her snack raid, but then the door opened. Welcome back to the land of the free, sister. Have you forgotten about the living will reading? Of course not, Athena. I was just going to put something on it and come right down, responded Artemis. Well, there's no time for that. Everyone else is here except for your militant buffoon of a brother, explained Athena, and began ushering Artemis into the study. You forgot devilishly handsome, Ares said as he entered the study with Rodessa on his arm. Athena rolled her eyes. Ares! squeaked Artemis as she ran up and gave Ares a warm hug. Well, Vam, Artie, you been staying out of trouble? asked Ares. Of course not, she responded. Who I look like, one of the Obama daughters? <laughs> she laughed. Athena, you look radiant, Rodessa said, greeting her friend. You too. You are glowing, Athena responded. Thank you. We got to hang out more. I know you're busy with working and everything, but I'm sure you can find some time for a sister. It was not that she did not have the time, but Athena was certainly not a fan of Ares and Rose's relationship. In her mind, it was not that she was hating on Ares, really, but more she did not know why he had to pick one of her only friends, and she had no clue as to why Rose fell victim. I would, Rose, but you know, when you lie down with dogs, you tend to catch fleas. You know what, Athena? I'm about sick of your sh... Ares began. Shut up, both of you, roared Warren. Good evening, and thank you all for coming, Cynthia said, and then greeted each of the King family members individually. I see everyone is here with the exception of Adonis and Will Paris, but I am prepared to begin. She opened the folder as everyone took a seat. There was a collective sigh at the anticipation of the moment. Before I do begin, however, I like to say Wyatt is not only my boss, but my dear friend. I am truly sorry for what's going on and the fact that we are gathered for this purpose. I know that I will take great pride in extending you all the same service and quality legal representation I've given Wyatt over the years. Your job is secure, Cynthia. No one is getting rid of you, said Athena as the rest of the family chuckled. Cynthia smiled. Thank you, Athena, for the vote of confidence. But I stated this so that you realize that anything discussed here falls under the attorney-client privilege. I have reviewed the living will, and it discusses elements of the family's various um, businesses. Cynthia cleared her throat. Everyone knew she was referring to the King Drug Empire. This is the living will and testament of Wyatt Ezekiel King. This will is written under the sound mind and body of Mr. King and represents his wishes should he become incapac incapacitated for any reason. It is legal and binding as it has passed all authentication safeguards. It will serve as the temporary execution of his estate should he become not able to make decisions regarding himself and his interests. It will also be the framework of the, fi the finality should the incapacitated state become permanent upon his death. I, Cynthia M. Simono, Esquire, have been named as executor of the estate, Cynthia said as she flipped the page. What this means is that a certain portion of the assets have been set aside so that I might legally carry out any wishes that the living will outline. The abundant assets of Mr. King are as follows. 
and proper person, he owned the following with no liens reported. The estate at One King Drive, known as the Castle, appraised at $37 million. A rare car collection kept at the garage of the same estate, valued at $32 million. Mr. King has several accounts on and offshore. Each is listed here. She held up a sheet of paper. The balances have been calculated and the grand total is 500 million in available cash via US Treasury bonds. Gold bullion and other precious metals, certificates of deposit, cash in US dollars, Swiss francs, British pounds, and euros. There was a few gas. <laughs> Aries even dropped his jaw. He knew Zeus had paper, but had no idea that he was banking like that. Mr. King has an art collection held by the New Orleans Museum of Modern Art, valued at $8 million. Cynthia flipped the page and kept right along. Mr. King, through a created entity, W.E.K. Holdings, licensed, controls King Enterprises. He owned 99% of available stockholders in his private corporation, as well five permanent votes on the King Enterprises Board of Directors, which equates to five board seats. The board seats have no set value, but earn an annual dividend based on King Enterprises stock. There are various shares of King Enterprises stock held by a select few investors, and those who obtain stock by result of acquisitions that amount to less than 1%. The controlling interests are held by W.E.K. Holdings for the amount of 20 million shares at $20 per share, totaling $400 million in equity in King Enterprises. Oof. At that, we have a total of tangible assets of $977 million. Everyone looked at each other in amazement. Zeus was nearly a billionaire. There was only one other person in New Orleans who had a bank like that was Gail Benson, the widow of Tom Benson and principal owner of the New Orleans Saints and New Orleans Pelicans. Racks on deck, <laughs> uttered Aries as he realized that Zeus was a member of a very elite club. So with he, that said, the distribution of assets is as follows. Everyone was quiet. This was the moment that everyone had been waiting for. The time came to find out who got what. Cynthia read off the page. If you are hearing this word, that means that something has happened to me. First, I do not wish to live in pain or as a vegetable, but that does not mean I want anyone to quickly pull the plug on me. A health trust has been set up to finance my care for one calendar year from the date of whatever has befallen me. After that trust has been exhausted in one calendar year and a half, I shall know I shall no signs of improvement, and the duly appointed independent medical professionals do not have any hope of my full recovery. Then the plug will be pulled, and this living will shall transform to a permanent one. English Cynthia Aries interrupted. You dimwit, that has <laughs> that has to be kept alive for one year. If he does not recover, they pull the plug. Athena sarcastically explained. Athena warned Aaron. Cynthia, please continue, offered Weldon. Cynthia nodded and cleared her throat. <clears> throat> 
To my entire family, I leave with these words. Several kingpins ultimately failed because they were greedy. And they never gave back from the places they did their dirt. I took care of New Orleans, so New Orleans took care of me. The game is unforgiving, but people are not. Always give back. Always do the right thing for New Orleans. That is why I am donating $100 million in cash to various charities in the area. I implore you all to follow my lead and do some giving back of your own, regardless if I come back. Zeus had given one-tenth of his fortune to charity, and the family listened on intently for what would happen to the other 90%. To my estranged wife, Paris, I leave you 200,000 shares of my company equal to $4 million. Should she not resurface within five years, her stock goes to our daughter, Artemis. Paris, if you are here, I know you better than you thought, I, than you thought, and I still loved you, and so I would like to provide you the mother of my princess. Cynthia read out the paper. Father thought he knew her, thought Athena. To my daughter Artemis, Diana King, I leave you a permanent seat on the King Enterprises board and 800,000 shares of King Enterprises stock. I also leave you $50 million in cash. This amount is to be placed in a trust fund until you successfully complete some type of college program. I will allow you to live off the interest cap at $20,000 a month until the time when you meet the terms of the will to collect your inheritance. Athena will serve as trustee to this trust fund. I don't want that headache, stated Athena automatically. <laughs> college? Like, what the hell he mean college? Artemis stated angrily. Aries chuckled, knowing that every time Artemis maxed out a card, she would be running to vex Athena for more money. Come on, you two, before you even get started, Warren warned. To my son Adonis, I leave you a permanent seat on the King Enterprises Board of Directors, 1 million shares of King Enterprises stock, and I also leave you a sum of $50 million in cash, available to you at once with the exception you never return to New Orleans. Aries folk coughed into his hand. <coughs> Tough titty, said the kitty. Athena squinted her eyes at him, but truthfully, didn't even expect that for Adonis. To my brother, Warren Raymond King, I leave you a permanent board seat that can be passed down to your children. In addition, I leave you 1 million shares of King Enterprises which is 5% worth $20 million, Cynthia read. Warren did not expect to get that much. He always felt like Zeus, that Zeus liked Weldon more. To my brother, Weldon Christopher King, my second in command, you are closer to me than anyone. As you sit in here expecting the world and that fails in comparison to what I want to give you, my brother, I already knew you betrayed me and despite your thoughts, I did forgive you, but I didn't know how deep the knife was that stabbed me in the back. Since this is being read, that means I am dead, and I want you to know that I know. I know everything. I leave you with absolutely nothing but these words. I can never forgive you for this. Never. In death, I will hold this grudge. You are not my brother. You do not exist to me. 
Cynthia read the last part slowly. The words lingered in the air. Everyone was in complete shock. It was generally assumed that Weldon was going to get broken off. No one knew that Weldon was holding a secret, and for a moment, no one spoke. Damn, huh? What's that all about? Asked Aries, breaking the silence. Athena looked at Warren, who looked at Aries, each figuring the other knew something. Rodessa shrugged. Weldon, however, looked at Aries, and a single tear welled up in his eyes as he got up. Weldon, are you okay? Asked Warren. Everyone looked on. They wanted to know about the secret. Yeah, I'm good. Weldon spat. He half laughed. That damn Wyatt, <laughs> I can't believe. I'm out of here. He turned and rushed out. He didn't want his past coming back to haunt him. And he had to just find out what was going on and find out exactly what his brother knew and how this was going to affect his plan. Janelle worked at the bank as a loan officer. Her best friend Tasha worked at the same bank as a teller. They were so close that people thought they were sisters. They both were petite women with reddish-brown skin tone. Janelle was a shade lighter than Tasha. They both were essentially thick in the right places, despite being petite. Janelle wore a layered hairdo, while Tasha sported micro braids. Janelle was the more sophisticated of the two, and Tasha was a ghetto friend that every woman has. Janelle and Tasha grew up as neighbors and then roomed together in college. Then, in adulthood, they lived in the same apartment complex a couple of doors down from each other. Girl, did you see the new branch manager? Asked Tasha as she entered the employee break room and approached where Janelle was standing by the water cooler. She was taking an unauthorized but needed 15-minute break. So outside of them, the break room was empty. Yes, ma'am, explained Janelle. I caught a glimpse of him earlier, and he is off the chain. Honey, he is a hot topic, said Tasha, giving Janelle the super high five. And Miss Thing, you know I was all up in his business. <laughs> really? So what's the 411? inquired Janelle. Why? responded Tasha quizzingly. You ran arrested. No, girl. I just saw him in passing. I don't even know his name, Janelle replied. Now, bitch, you haven't had a man since your civil bullet batteries ran out last month, <laughs> said Tasha as they both cracked up from laughter. Besides, all you need to know about him is that he is single, fine, smart, fine, handsome, fine, smooth, fine, educated, fine, endearing hazel eyes, fine, <laughs> and um, I think he's fine. <laughs> Janelle laughed out loud. So let me get this straight. What you're saying is, he's fine. They both giggled together. Girl, you are too much. But yeah, his name is Apollo Robinson. He is 24 and a real gentleman. He is new in town from up north. I had lost track of what he was saying to me about how he intends to run the bank. The eyes had me lost in him, honey. I think he graduated from NYU and took a job down here because they offered him a salary. He couldn't refuse. 
Apparently, the bank really wanted him to run this branch. Oh, girl, you were really all in his business. Janelle smiled, then sipped some water. Sister, you know I guess all the tea, said Tasha. Besides, if I weren't seeing Marcus, child, I'd be on his line. I'd ride him all the way to my circle. <laughs> I know, such a catch. I can't believe he's single, Janelle admitted. Well, now, you know he won't stay that way for long. You better go sketch your luck. You better go stake your little claim before one of these thoughts get to him. I already saw Tammy and collections plotting on him. Tasha, you know I'm a bit too shy to approach him like that. Well, what if he approach you? Then I will give him a whiff of this honey dip. Janelle laughed. Tasha, however, didn't. Janelle, the strong northern accent said. Janelle immediately stopped laughing and turned around to see Apollo staring at her with a devilish grin on his face. Janelle's, <laughs> Janelle's demeanor did an about face. Yes, Mr. Robinson, sir? Call me Apollo. I'm the new branch manager. I was going around meeting everyone this afternoon and getting acquainted with who I would be working with. And I realized I have not met my loan officer. Do you mind if I see you in my office for a few minutes before you leave today? Asked Apollo. Of course you could, Mr. Mr. Robinson. Janelle said, pulling herself together. She was a professional. Tasha silently laughed up a storm as her best friend followed Apollo out of the break room. He opened the door for her and let her go first. And remember, call me Apollo, he said with a smile. Janelle blushed and looked back at Tasha, who gave her a confident smile. <laughs> the family took a small break to clear the air. After the break, everyone except Weldon returned to the study to finish hearing the reading of the will. We all are, all, we all are here, Cynthia. Could you please continue? Announced Warren. Certainly, began Cynthia. This is the final leg of the will. To my terrible two children, Athena and Aries, I want you to know that I love you both, and I do not show personal favoritism to either of you. As I decree this, I had to make decisions based on who I believe is better suited to carry on my legacy and the future of the king. My darling Athena Minerva King, my spitting image, my regard for you is so great and you remind me so much of myself, it is uncanny. It is an honor for me to provide for you in my situation. I wish you the best of life as you go on and get married and have a family of your own. I leave you a permanent seat on the board of directors. I endow my art collection to you, which I'm sure that you will enjoy. The development in which your penthouse is located, I will also leave to you. Cynthia paused and read on silently before she continued. I leave you a lump sum of $150,000, $150 million in cash available to you immediately. I also leave you 6.8 million shares of King Enterprises stock, which is 34% worth $136 million. Athena was flustered. Her father had left her enough money to be set for the rest of her life, but 34% was not a majority. 
she quickly did the math with hers. Artemis, Adonis, and Warren shares. That was still 51% left. To my son, Aries, Anthony, King. I leave you my sumptuous estate, the castle. Provided Artemis gets to stay there as long as she needs to. I also leave you my car collection. In addition to that, I leave you my seat as chairman of the board of directors. In my final decree as chairman, I name you CEO of Key Enterprises. Also, $150 million in cash. I am bequeathing to you 10,200,000 shares of Key Enterprises stock worth $204 million and is equal to 51% and is controlling interest in Key Enterprises. Athena was shocked beyond belief. Her brother had gotten control of the company. Warren and Rodessa were stunned as well. No one saw it coming. College? Really, Dad? Artemis blurted out clueless as to what just happened. Cynthia continued, My son, I love you dearly. I believe in you. I'm entrusting you with my business and my legacy. I am trusting you to lead this family and be the man they need you to be. Finally, I leave complete control of the kingdom to you, my son, Aries. You have my blessing to rule and do with it as you see fit. You must enforce your reign by any and all means. Those that were loyal to me are expected to be loyal to you, my successful, willingly or by force. Cynthia closed with, to my family, I love you all and cherish the memories. I will see you again one day. Wife Ezekiel King, known to you as Zeus. At this time, are there any questions? Asked Cynthia. Yes, Athena bloated out. Was my father on crack when he wrote that will? Excuse me, Cynthia asked shocked. Aries snickered. Is that fucking will current? Athena nearly yelled. Athena, the will was updated electronically a few days before your father's accident, and it passes every authenticity safeguard. It is ironclad. It will hold up in any court and is virtually in, it, and is virtually irrefutable. I'm sorry, but these are your father's wishes. Aries laughed. Well, sis. Seems like I'm the new boss. Athena froze. The concept hit her like Ronda Rousey's knockout punch. Not only did Ares receive complete control of the drug empire, but he now also ran King Enterprises. He was, in fact, her new boss. If that is all, family, you all should make an appointment with my office to sign paperwork so that your inheritances can be transferred to your respective accounts, said Cynthia. As she left the podium and approached Aries. Congratulations, Mr. CEO. I will have to set up legal briefing with you later this week. Aries agreed, and then Cynthia left. Warren and Rodessa were attending to Athena, who was still in shock when Aries walked up. Mr. CEO has a nice ring to it, Aries said with a smirk. Athena just looked up at her brother. She was speechless. My first official act as CEO is terminating the employment of the King Enterprises Chief Operating Officer.
Athena, you are fired. By tomorrow, I want your shit packed and you the fuck up out of my company. Aries, is that the tone needed? Ask one. Aries, you are so black-hearted that you fired your sister right after your father just finished advising you about the value of family? Rodessa asked. She deserves it, said Aries coldly as he walked away and exited the room. Athena, are you going to be all right? Asked Rodessa, embracing her. I'm fine, Athena said dryly. Niece, I'll be flying back to Shreveport tomorrow. Why don't you come out for a few days with me? Offered Warren. You know, a vacation would do you wonders, and Raynell and Sandra will love a visit from you. I am fine, Uncle Warren, Athena assured. Athena, I love you like my own daughter. I know you're upset, but everything will be all right. I promise, said Warren. I'm fine, really declared Athena. I just need a few minutes to myself. Warren and Rodessa both nodded and left her there. Athena got up and walked over to the mini bar she poured herself a drink, took one sip, and then smashed it into the floor. And see! <laughs> so that is chapter four of The Kingdom, and we see that Ares is still being a butthole. He's very arrogant, Lord. So we see that the brother, uh, Weldon, child, we know Weldon had, uh, in the first chapter, Weldon, Weldon put something in Zeus's drink. Zeus had a stroke. Zeus is in a coma, but he had already put his will uh, in effect, his living will in effect. So the fact that war. <laughs> Even in death, honey, he's not even dead yet. But even in his vegetative state, Zeus was like, uh-uh, I got you, sucker. <laughs> I see you. I know you for your works, and you ain't getting nothing. Nothing, I tell you. And he had to get up and leave. I mean, what's the point of still sitting there and listening to everybody else getting money and things when your brother, you were the second in command. You were supposed to be the one that was next in line. And you fumbled the ball. <laughs> you fumbled the ball. But I dropped the link. If anybody wants to jump on, um, jump on the link, we can talk about or discuss what we read thus far, or you know, chapters one, two, three, and four. If you want to talk about that, but shout out to MC Shaky for this. Uh, I am shocked that it happened so fast with them reading of the will and Aries being granted the company. So, so I need to not. Well, I mean, we're gonna find out, but oof. Baby, Athena, honey, she had to clutch her invisible pearls. That wasn't even there. <laughs> Baby, she was in shock with her mouth wide open. I'm assuming, but I know it was because she thought she was going to be uh, the successor. I don't know why, because, you know, most of the time they leave that stuff to the man, you know. But yes, honey, yes, yes, it was a good read. So shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to the members, everybody that is here joining us. And as I go through my, um, you know, my church announcements, can y'all please drop your chocolate and sun emojis in the chat, as well as a green heart for Sip Nation, for NC Shaky, for allowing us to read this book. If you have gotten this far into the broadcast and you have not subscribed to Honor Brown 09, um, why? <laughs> why? I'm just saying. 
subscribe to the channel okay hit the notification bell so you can be notified when i go live again and we go live every monday night at 9 p.m eastern standard time down here at the corner where we will continue our read of the kingdom by mc shaky um and we have our other announcements we have our movie nights on saturday nights over on twitch um and we will be watching black box this saturday so it is saturday at 9 p.m eastern standard time over on twitch real quick let me uh she might have it but let me drop the link and i know you probably already have it girl uh shadia hey shadia shout out to my armor bearer honey my moderator shadia thank you so much for being here honey um but yes you guys can go over and follow me on instagram.com forward slash on the brown zero nine and you can chat with me over there if you are an author uh or you know an author and you would like for me to read your book here at the army delights reading corner uh feel free to email me at armybrown09 at gmail.com so we can get our correspondence going we already have our next book in line we already have our next book in line with our next author and that is miss marla morris i will be introducing her book to you guys towards the end of this read um so she is a almond delight and so she reached out to me to ask me to read her book like i said her name is miss marla morris and i will introduce you guys to her book a little later um during this read uh during the readings or whatnot um if you would like to listen to the read as podcast uh the podcast style you can go to my podcast anchor.fm forward slash armor brown zero nine and you can listen to this read and every other read that i've done also i have other shows over there with uh other topics that i speak about and you guys can go over there as well and listen to those you can subscribe over there so you can get the notification when i do uh upload something over there um if you would like to join the membership here on youtube um it's appreciated but not required the membership is only 4.99 a month and i would greatly appreciate it if you did decide to do it if not i love you anyhow but yeah so i mean i think that's it are you guys enjoying the book so far i always ask you guys once i finish reading if you guys can refresh come back and leave a comment under the video not not the community wall but under this video and all of the links are in the description box for this book that is on amazon he is also the author of another book as well um we may get to that one after i do the next book then um i think he gave he gave me permission to read his books so we're gonna start with this one then i'm gonna go to another author and then we'll come back to um mc shaky and i think that is more so of his memoir so we will get to that one as well but you guys check out the links below so you guys can go subscribe to his um youtube channel as well as he's over on instagram if you're on big o he's over on big o as well um you guys can go and shout shout out the army delights and let him know you know if he's live or under one of his videos and tell him thank you for allowing us to read his book over here at the army delights reading corner i always ask you guys to touch bases with the author as well so they can get feedback and that's also why i ask you guys to leave comments under the video so you know when they come back when the authors do come back they'll be able to see the comments of the people you can leave constructive criticism if there was something in this read that you would have done differently something that you expected differently um if you liked it if you didn't like it just leave your comments under there you know i'm not, if, it, if it's a negative comment you know unless you like really being nasty i'm not going to delete it if you didn't like it so 
you know, everybody deserves constructive criticism. Constructive, okay? <laughs> constructive. But so far, I'm loving this book, how it is set up. I can't wait to see what else is going to happen between uh, Athena and Aries, because I already know they're going to be like this. They're going to be bumping heads throughout this whole book. They can't stand each other. They can't stand each other. Daddy knew they couldn't stand each other. I don't know why he did that. He could have at least gave her a little bit more shares than 34%. Honey, but daddy say, no, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. You enjoyed the reading and will catch the replay from last week. Yes, girl. Listen, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, it's good. He started off with a punch. He did start off with a punch. And I'm not just saying that. I'm just, you know, because if it, if it was the opposite, I'd say so. But I really like that the, the book is action-filled from the beginning. You know, the deceit. <laughs> is there from the beginning honey the backstabbing is there from the beginning so uh you guys will enjoy it so i thank you guys for joining me this monday night thank you for giving me your time your ear for those of you that may be watching on the replay thank you so much for coming back and listening to your girl almond brown 09 and if you shared the video out thank you so much for sharing the video and while you're here i might come back in about 30 minutes and do a live because I have some things that I need to um, open and, and show you guys or whatnot. You know, I received uh, I received a couple of gifts, you know, but I'm going to show you guys uh, one of the gifts that I did receive and something else that I purchased. So, you know, look out for you, girl. I may come back at about 1030, 1045, something like that. So it's not going to be a long live. It's not going to be a long live. But I just want to come back because I've I've had it and I just haven't opened it up. I want to open it up with you guys um, on here. And also, too, if you guys love my fedora, uh, I do sell fedoras. I do sell these hats. I also sell T-shirts and whatnot with different sayings on them. But I do sell these fedoras. And so um, hit your girl up if you guys would like to purchase one. Um, they're 25. They come with the insert that keeps it um that keeps the shape of the, the top of the hat as well as a hat protector so that way you can store it and keep it safe and it doesn't get dirty. So pass it along, pass it along. Okay, I love you guys. I'll be back uh, in about 20, 30 minutes. Okay, so look out for you, girl. I'll try to share the, the link on my community wall as well. I'll set up the live. But uh, smile at somebody. Like I always tell you guys, it'll change your day. It may even change their day, honey. Even with a mask on, they can still see it in your eyes. I love you guys with the love of God. And there is what? Nothing you can do about it. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Thank you all for joining another episode of Almond Delights Reading Corner. I pray that you enjoyed yourself and you're relaxing your mind, in your body, and in your spirit. Come back and join us again next week as we continue our reading. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Be blessed and enjoy your evening.